the email didn't want to email to my email. Right, we're actually not recording, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, we are. Oh, uh, cool. <laughs> huh? Yeah, we are. No, we're not. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do the intro? Oh, not me. I'm too dead. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. What's the up, everybody? Hurts. Welcome to the Hustling Ground Podcast. <laughs> want some music? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> hello world welcome to the hustling ground podcast my name is jason hartwell with jk blades and i'm here with mr ryan cokely dokely chadborn knife works and hello, uh, everybody got a stranger in the house with us today i'm back <laughs> here's johnny <laughs> yeah it's about time dude so you mean i only missed one episode <laughs> i know and you got lucky on that one would have been too but me and ryan yeah. uh apparently can't hold the fort down without you yeah right we don't know how to work what all these the buttons what would the world do without pickle i don't know i don't know there's ryan frozen up again with the world though <laughs> <laughs> so how's everybody doing man what's going on Oh, we're doing, man. We're doing. How are you doing, Ryan? Doing, bub. Ah. Yeah. Oops. I'm on uh, my last week at my job, and then I'm taking two weeks off and starting my new job, which is the exact same thing, just somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, Jason? I'm fucking hungry, dude. <laughs> Did your mom teach you not to talk with your mouth full? Mm. <laughs> you caught me off guard there. <laughs> Yeah, man. So I've been uh, working on this house we're trying to flip, and um, without any transportation, I'm kind of catching rides back and forth for the time being. And man, I got to eat. But when you get dropped off somewhere, there's nowhere to eat, nothing, nowhere to go. I'm starving. I'm so freaking hungry. You got to bring food in that case. Well, see, what had happened was I was over there today with two grown adults. Two adult males. <laughs> Apparently, where this is going. not everybody eats lunch. Like, they just don't eat. Oh. And I, I got to be about 1 o'clock, and I was thinking, surely somebody's going to get hungry soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to be that guy that's like, all right, you know, somebody's got to take me somewhere to eat. It got to be about 2 o'clock, and I was like, guys, do y'all seriously not eat? Like, you just skip it? I'm like, yeah. We'll <laughs> later. Like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. <laughs> Need a sandwich or something. Dude, I'm the I same way. I'm the same way. I hiked that mountain this morning on an empty belly, and then I shoveled around that carp garage on an empty belly, and then I did my things and came home, and I just literally ate right before we started recording. That's all I've eaten today. So all I've had was water, and I burnt all that fat going up that mountain. So I was running on, like, fat, and I was just cranking felt great no i mean i i've had i did good getting work done and shit but i need more fuel yeah what'd you do ryan i had four cups of coffee damn i didn't even have coffee today <laughs> that was it that's all i've eaten today i don't usually eat lunch if i eat lunch because i'm at work it'll slow me down you know what i mean yeah. I, I just get like uh yeah i hate taking lunch break too like 
if there's a one hour lunch break that's allowed, I'll take a half hour. And if it's a half hour lunch break, I'll use it as a break, not stop in the afternoon or whatever. Like, I don't know. I hate stopping in the middle of my day when I'm working. But I don't know. Those are just old habits that of, you know, when I was working in Connecticut with my, my brother, we would get to work early, you know, beat traffic and then just pound away all day at work till, you know, early afternoon and then leave and eat on the way home, <laughs> you know, just grab something at the gas station, Seven Eleven, whatever, and drive home and eat a snack and then have dinner. Yeah. So but, pickle, what's been going on with you, man? You've been uh absentee from the world for a while. So why don't you let everybody I'm know what's going on in the world of pickle? I'm still in the world, man. I haven't been absent from the world. I'm enjoying the world is what I'm doing. It's good. It's good for you. I'm enjoying a little bit of freedom we've gotten back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I've just been out and about snowboarding, doing my winter jam. You know, working construction pretty much my whole life allowed me to have off time in the winters. And uh, I would just snowboard. You know, that's my other passion from knife making. You know, and it's been a lifetime passion pretty much. You know, I've been snowboarding 33 years. So uh, I've been taking advantage of that for the past month. You know, a lot of snowboarding, going out of town, hitting different mountains up, just getting my shred on. So you got to get it in while you can. Yeah, exactly, because it's a seasonal sport. You know. Yeah. It's, you, you ain't getting snowboard. no younger, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> you strap on a split board and come hike that hill. I I hiked this morning, and we'll talk about. Who's getting old? <laughs> yeah. So how long do the winters last up there in Canada? It depends. You know, like on a good winter, you know, late November to mid-April. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get like a good five-month winter here on a good winter. I've seen snow in May. Like I've seen shredding the local hill, like hiking up late May, uh, late April, early May to hit whatever was left of snow in the hill. But, uh, yeah, the woods, sometimes you'll be out in the woods early June and you'll find some snow spots, <laughs> you know, like the, the shadier places and all that. That's nuts, dude. We're almost done with winter here, like now. You guys it, even get winter. <laughs> it got cold a few times. A few times. Yeah. Dude, open your freezer. It'll get cold. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be 84 here Thursday and Friday. Oh, oh you lucky bastard. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Put some shorts a on. Of snow. <laughs> yeah. We got a big storm coming Friday. What well, sucks about Friday? That's what I heard. Yeah. Who knows? Ours is not, uh, Tuesday until Wednesday, and then Thursday it's supposed to snow again into Friday. But uh, there's rain in between, just a little bit this time. But uh, where I'm heading out on Wednesday, it's all snow, and they're getting like almost a foot overnight into tomorrow, and then into Wednesday another almost another foot. So uh, I'm heading out there on Wednesday, and then uh, Saturday I picked up a little uh, little cabin right off the bottom of the hill at a different resort. Going to go ride there all day Saturday and Sunday, so be back later on Sunday. We probably won't end up riding Sunday, though, because I know this hill, and it's a big mountain, and there's like a, a big backcountry side to it, and that's where I plan on bringing the lady, and I doubt we'll be capable of getting a second day in to be honest even myself like these are hardcore runs and like three four feet deep of snow 
So if you sink it, you're you're beating yourself out of that sinkhole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just got to get out and fucking get going again. But you know, it, it's part of the fun for me, anyways. Like, I don't mind getting stuck in snow. That doesn't sound fun at all to me. <laughs> it's a blast. I I love it. Like like seriously, this morning when I took off, I literally woke up, I got dressed, I hit the mountain, I hiked up that hill with my split board, and it was so great out there. Like I said, it was just so peaceful. The little spring birds are starting to show up too. Like spring is still around the corner, but our spring involves winter. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> some of these little birds are starting to show signs and shit. So I was like, oh, you know, nice sunrise and everything. So it's fuck yeah. Way worth it. Yeah, we have a fifth season in between winter and spring called mud season. Yeah. And we're almost there. It's coming. <laughs> what I hate about I mean, Georgia weather is like yesterday, we uh we got up and went running around town, grocery store, all that normal shit. And we came back home at like, I don't know, right around noon. And we were done for the day, right? We didn't have anything else we had to do. Katie was off, so... I didn't go to the shop or nothing. We just hung out all day. And uh, I came back home, and I put on some basketball shorts. So all day I was wearing basketball shorts, a T-shirt, and flip-flops. Jesus. But when the sun went down at, like, I don't know, 530, went back outside, and within an hour I was in socks and shoes and sweatpants <laughs> and a hoodie. It sounds like our uh, our typical summer day here. Yeah. <laughs> like or, or like seriously, I've seen colder nights in the summer than you'll see in the fall up here. It, it's crazy. Like in the summertime, well, it must be because it gets so hot during the day that the temperature drop at night is chilly. It makes you feel a lot chillier. But like I've seen July standing by a bonfire with a hoodie on, you know, because yeah. it's cold at night. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys get a uh, heat lightning there? Oh yeah. Yeah, we get it too up here. Yeah actually a pretty nice to see too we've got some wild temperature swings going on here right now i mean last week it was negative five one day when i went to work and then the two days after that it was above 50 all day and yeah, everything we, melted we had some weird swings here too dude it was like above zero it was like i'd say maybe like 35 to 40 on a couple of days then it rained and then the next morning it was like fucking 40 below <laughs> it's like whoa. yeah mother nature's pms and yeah i got some serious water behind my house yeah i saw that yeah that was a crazy raging river you got back there so that bank right there was all the way up to where the ditch is where the water flows and my neighbor dug it out for me because that's my property line so this and then it, everything froze so we had to stop digging but and then, so this spring, once he gets around to it, we're going to move that ditch to the property line. So I've got like 18, 19 feet that it's going to get pushed back, and hopefully that'll keep some of the water out of my basement. So you'll actually get more yard in that process then, huh? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because we only got a half acre, but uh, him and I went and measured out the property lines, and we realized that I actually owned like 20 feet up onto his property, which he don't give a shit. He's got 91 acres behind me. It's 20 feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. He don't care. He's, he's a super nice guy. I mean, he's probably got a million and a half dollars worth of like landscape equipment up in that house over there. Is that the same neighbor that gave you the micarta? Nope. 
the neighbor on the other side gave me the micarta. Damn, dude, you hit the jackpot with good neighbors. Yeah, dude, he's got more land. He's got 125 acres. Jesus. So between <laughs> you're yeah, between the middle. <laughs> yeah, I I own this little half acre spot right on the corner of one of their properties, <laughs> and uh, they they own over a mile behind me. Awesome. Nice. See, that's what I tell everybody. She was like, "This is my backyard." And I point out to the mountains, <laughs> like they don't technically belong to me, but I got miles and miles and miles of property back there that is free to roam. And it's just, it's great out there. You know, it's, that's yeah, exactly how mine is. Dumps back there. I'll go searching through this year. Like, you know, where they used to have old houses, they dump all the bottles over the hill. Yeah. Yeah. There's one like probably 400 yards off my back deck that he said I could dig through. And there's a shooting range back there. And you should get a middle Metal detector. Yeah. He's going to let me burl hunt back there because, I mean, it's all hardwood. A mile of hardwood out behind me. So, yeah. That's something I want to get. There was a metal detector. Because, like, back in the day here, well, still is, but uh, the logging industry was like, that's what made this area, this neck of the woods, you know, boom and become something, you know? Yeah. And, same uh, here. and uh, like the St. John River, they used to drive. Uh, the logs down the river on the drive they would call it the drive and you just hike along the river on the riverbank and you find all kinds of crazy shit from that era and uh, axe heads and fucking pvs and all kinds of shit and it's pretty interesting you know so i could just imagine going with a metal detector walk in the riverbank and see what else you could find you know because i'm there's obviously coins and this and that that you don't find. There's big floods that have happened over the years where I've seen houses float down the river up here. You know, cars, animals, like bad floods. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's all kinds of shit to find. There's buried cars on buried cars on the riverbank everywhere here. So, Yeah, same here. My brother metal detects and he yeah. goes and looks at the old maps and stuff. And there's like three or four ghost towns like within a hundred mile radius of us like from the old logging days you know what i mean and then like the mill would burn down and everybody would be like well fuck rebuilding it let's just move and they'd leave the town behind you know and then the forest reclaims it nature takes it back exactly how them chips jason Really good. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed it's just me and Ryan talking. It's because Jay hasn't eaten all day and he's fucking filling up on chips and beef jerky. I, I had my mic <laughs> muted. <laughs> I forgot y'all can see me. I'm just chowing down, looking around the room. Yeah, he's on break. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to pack it in while I can. Yeah, and that two o'clock lunch break you didn't have. <laughs> yeah, dude. Got a good dinner be- lined up, so I've, I, this has just got to get me a couple hours till we're done here. You should, uh, you should, you know, pack a few Twinkies on the job site. There. I know, dude. Well, I've got some uh, granola bars in my tool bag, but I forgot all about them until I got done today. I used to carry around uh, the, the Ritz peanut butter cracker packs. Yeah. You know, the peanut butter Ritz sandwiches. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I'd always bring like four or five packs of those a day at work. And open up a pack and just put it in my pouch, you know, my nail pouch. Mm-hmm. Walk around, have a cracker once in a yep. while. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'd always do that. If I can bring food in my pouch. Who's got stuff going on in the shop? I. 
Oh yeah, shop. We all have those. I forgot. Yeah, I haven't seen it in so blades. long. I forgot I had it. I got six blades finally ready for handles. Uh, handle materials all sorted out. And I just got a, a lot of it is just like com- uh, composite or synthetic materials. So there's not much processing to be done as of uh, cutting up blocks or anything. So I got a, I got one, two, two steak knives that I got to cut up the handle material off a block. And then that's it. You forgot to mute your mic, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was so loud, kid. too. Yeah, I know. It was like, oh, sounded like a fucking <laughs> Pringles commercial. <laughs> My bad, he says. <laughs> We're going to call this one uh, Munchies. <laughs> It says crunch time right yeah, on the top. Yeah, I saw crunch time at the top. What is that? Did you put that there, Jay? Yeah, I have to name each episode. I didn't know it showed up anywhere. No, yeah, it's the first time I've noticed anything up there. Where's it at? Oh, I see it up there in the little uh, in the little, little tube screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, mine's up above Pickle's head. No, mine's above your head. Yep. Whoa, I'm above. Oh, Pickle. your camera focused in. You're you're not looking any better than you did when your camera was out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not, I'm not a handsome guy, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, if they don't find you handsome, they better find you handy. <laughs> they find me handy and they like my sense of humor sometimes. <laughs> Do you ever watch the Red Green Show? I love the Red Green Show. Uh, awesome show. You ever hear of the Red Green Show, Jay? I've never heard of it. Oh, shit. He's, Look it up. He's still going, man. I've heard of the I Tom Green Show. Off the air, but he's got a YouTube. Yep, Uncle Red. Yep. Fucking amazing. Amazing show. It's it's my childhood. It was like a Canadian PBS show with this guy. And like like one episode that stood out to me that I remember was he took two uh, forced air dryers, duct taped them together, punched a bunch of holes in the top of the pickaxe and made his own air hockey table. (laughs) (laughs) You see his air conditioning in his car with the generator. Yeah. Generator taped to the trunk of the car. <laughs> I know a guy that did that with the baseboard heater. No oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he put it in the bed of his truck and ran wiring, and so he put a like two twenty volt baseboard baseboard heater on his dash, and then would Jesus. fire up the generator when he drive his truck around. <laughs> Damn, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but no, Jay. Seriously, the Red Green Show. That's like an epic show. I'm surprised you've never heard of it. Uh, I've been watching it since like the age of seven or eight. Like I'd stay up at night. And watch it, you know, without my mom knowing, because it would air like past eight. Yeah, when I was a kid, I had to go to bed before eight because you know, you're six, seven, eight years old. Yeah, you're not going to bed at ten. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think it's like a a New England Canadian thing. Yeah, maybe that's why Jason hasn't heard of it. But like maybe, yeah. one episode, he uh, he wants to put tracks on his car, yeah. so he takes like a big piece of sheet metal and wraps it all the way around the car face wise. So the wheels drive it and like push, like roll the track over the car. Yeah. Hmm. He just come up with this wacky shit. (laughs) It was all about duct tape. Yeah. Everything about duct tape. Like he's the one that got me into duct tape. Yeah. Zip ties and duct tape. Can't fix it. It's not broke. Yeah. He was, uh, he was the last show on PBS late at night right before they'd switch to, like, the shopping network stuff. Like, where they sell them fake turquoise necklaces to old people. <laughs> for for 10 easy payments of forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. I saw one of those the other night. It was a knife. Uh, lot, I guess you'd call it. It was like, a, I forgot how much it was, two or three hundred bucks. 
but it came with like a thousand pocket knives. Yeah. Like all different sizes and Gosh, shapes and styles. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Frost cutlery. Some of those are actually like I've handled, you know, looked at them, taken them because I'm a big knife enthusiast outside of being a knife maker. Like before being a knife maker, I was big into knives. And uh, I've, I've, you know, I've handled some of these knives and they're actually pretty good beaters for $10 knives. Yeah. Like I've got a few that I've, you know, I'll take out and I've beaten and they're okay. Where I've gotten some mid range pocket knives, like 80 to $120 knives and, you know, chip blades and shit. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty, but I'd rather buy a 10 to $30 knife that could take a beating than, you know, like I said, I got some blades that are pocket knives that are like $200 and up, and I've never even carried them because I'm afraid to scratch it. or. Use I usually it. carry uh, American-made Kershaw's. Yeah. Not the Chinese ones, but like my daily carries a Kershaw. And I pride on shit with this. I've cut, It's super dull, which is embarrassing. Like people are like, oh, let me use your knife. And I'm like, eh, <laughs> you don't want to use that one. They you make a great beat. Yeah. So I got no. a Ontario knife company lately is what I've been carrying as my daily. And uh, it's the, the rat one uh, made in Taiwan, but it's a $35 blade, you know, and I'm, you know, if I want to cut a metal strap with this thing, I will, I don't care, <laughs> you know, but I wouldn't take my $200, you know, artisan colorly knife to it or anything like that. You know, like I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. But they do come in handy, and some of these knives, like I said, could take a good beating. You know, I took my uh, CRKT uh, Tuna, which is like a $90, $100 blade, and uh, I caught a uh, a twisty tie. You know, the like the bread ties, but like a thicker one, like a more commercial yeah. garbage bag tie. Yeah. And uh, I cut that with it and chipped the blade. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious? Damn. Damn. Yeah, so I contacted CRKT, and they sent me a new one. That's well, good. a new blade. They sent me just the blade. Yeah. You had to take it apart and all that shit yourself and fix it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but I've taken hundreds of these apart. Oh, yeah. That's why people are like, oh, oh folders. Yeah, folders. I was like, yeah, I've, I've, I've made a couple. But before making a couple, you know, without having any plans, because people are asking me, where'd you get your plans? Where'd you get this? It's like, I've just seen these, you know, I've taken them apart. So that's how I know, you know, the pivot points and the locking points and this and that. It was it's just something I've seen growing up. So I'll be doing them at some point. I want to get into slip backs. I, I want to get out of the friction folder game and make them slip backs and sell them for more. <laughs> yeah. I want to spring assist. I want to, that that's all I'll carry. I don't, it's legal here. And I understand like, you know, the laws in certain areas, you can't have spring assist, but here you can. So like, to they're me, not like, legal here, but you could order them off of Amazon, which is ridiculous. Like, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of that, how it's illegal, but you can order it from China. So like <laughs> everybody knows I'm a small engine mechanic. So the carburetor adjustment tools for like, uh, let's say Husqvarna, you know, you can order them from China for $2. If my work gets caught selling one of those tools to a customer, it's $37,000 in fines. Jesus. Yeah. So how's that work? Why is that like EPA? Yeah, EPA regulations. They don't want people adjusting their own machines. So bring it to me. I'll adjust it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I tell people just put a red button splice, like a wire splice over the screw. <laughs> you're good to go. Yeah. So, yeah. So you guys don't snowboard. Would you guys have any other passions besides knives and knife making and what we do? Tighter chips. Tater chips. Tater <laughs> chips. Tater, tater, tater. No, I'm a straight up workaholic. Yeah. That's like if I'm not at my job, I'm at home working. And, you know, sometimes I fuck off or I'm like, I'm in the shop and I'm just sitting there staring at all my shit and not doing anything. But, you know, for the most part, I I started feeling guilty after a while when I fuck off. That's why I like I I ended up in the shop a few times in the past few weeks (laughs) is because I feel guilty not being in the shop, you know, not getting shit done. Yeah. So I go in for a day or half a day, whatever, get shit done. Then I feel better about it. And then I'm good for a few more days. You know, it feels good to fuck off once in a while, especially when you've been at it for two solid years. Yeah. Hunting and fishing is, I guess you'd call my other passion when I have time for it. Yeah. But lately there's not been much time for that. See, that's the thing. You got to find the time to make time. Yeah. And that's, that's what I like about being full time at this. And it, you know, like it's not the, greatest you know like i'm surviving yeah, and i'm paying my bills and i got some loose money but you know i i do have credit cards i have to pay at the end of the month <laughs> yeah so you know, putting out those waffles those help you know round things off it's like all right i'm going away for the week or whatever it's like all right let's raffle off a blade yeah yeah speaking of raffles poor b cone man his raffle is still going we gotta shout. We gotta shout that out, man. We gotta help him get it sold. He's got ten spots left, and he put it up before both of us put ours up. I feel bad for the guy. I was talking to him earlier. Sorry, Brian. Yeah, I, my raffle just filled up today, actually. See, yeah, that one went like, quick. I barely get like uh, four days on Instagram on my raffles whatsoever. Like, I'll, I'll promote like a couple here and there on Instagram. Be like, hey, go check out my pickle cutters page on Facebook. There's a raffle going on. Yeah, and seriously, like, I'm almost thinking of just crashing Instagram period because I get nothing out of it. Nothing, nothing, nothing whatsoever. That's so weird. Yeah. No sales, no nothing. nothing, And it's just a waste of my time because I got to, you know, fuck around with Instagram too. I don't even get likes on Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Me either, man. (laughs) Maybe it's because you're in Canada. Maybe the American, the American Facebook algorithm is different. It's, it's the same internet. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I know, but like if I check out, yeah. if I do say I go on my pickle cutters on Instagram, the last post I did yesterday, I'm actually gaining more likes on my posts on Instagram. Like I got like 56 likes on one picture, which is, you know, pretty big compared to what I used to get. Uh, my uh, flexi fillet knife that got like 126 130 likes or so, whatever. But uh, anyways, so let's say this picture here, the insights on this post insights. So the picture of the six blades that I'm working on right now, I reached 377 people yesterday with that post on Instagram. Ten of them were non-followers, which is pretty cool. That's more than ever, I think. So if I go to my pickle cutters on Facebook now, I said, what, 370, roughly, whatever? 377. 377. All right. So if I go on the same picture on Instagram, I mean Facebook, my bad, 
I've got 5,804. <laughs> weird. I know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's just. Yeah, that's like bass backwards from. Normal. I know, dude. It's ridiculous. I don't. I don't understand, like, you know, in my page insights as well, too, Facebook to Instagram. Yeah, this is, like, such a a weird phenomenon, if you want to say. Is that how it's said? Phenomenon. 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 Don't mind me. I got people from Dhaka, Dhaka Division in Bangladesh watching me. Durka Durka? No, Dhaka. DACA. So it's funny because I got all like I got Edmonston, New Brunswick, Baker Lake, New Brunswick, Moncton, Grand Falls, Dieppe. Then I got this DACA, DACA, Bangladesh place, and then I got Fort Kent, Maine, which is across the border, and then Saint Leonard and Quebec and Montreal. There's this one random place, <laughs> this random city, in in the middle of these northern places. <laughs> it's weird. Is it Warzabard? No, it's that's not me, there. That's, that's, that's where me and Jay's fan club is. So I got 89. See, most of my following is in Canada. Yes, there's 1.8 on Facebook. 1.8 thousand people from Canada. There would be 510 from the States, which ain't much. And then it's Philippines, Bangladesh, United Kingdom, Pakistan, India, South Africa, Malaysia, and Australia. So speaking of analytics... So this is interesting because you said, so I'm going to do my whole account because I don't have as many followers as you. So each post doesn't get as much engagement. But so for last month, I reached 4,382 accounts. Only 300 of those were my own followers. So 4,082 were non-following accounts. That's good. That's real good. That's on Instagram, right? That's on Instagram. So 2,397 of those were from reels because I've been posting a lot of reels and then the rest were videos. Um, But stories seem to only basically reach people that follow me. I'm looking at all kinds of other shit. There's 10 people that unfollowed me from Facebook in the last 28 days. Oh, sorry about that. And there's four (laughs) that have chose to hide all my posts. But you know what? I have a good idea what that's about, and that's something that's been going on here in Canada lately, I've noticed, especially in one group. Uh, people don't respect other people who have different opinions from them. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there's people that are getting banned from a Canadian uh, blacksmithing and bladesmithing page just for their different opinion to the, the admin's opinion without attacking anyone. He's just freely banning people, you know, like, so you got to watch, like, one guy got banned just for having a hashtag that says support truckers. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, no, that's that's garbage in my opinion. And, and seriously, like, shit like that is turning me off big time from this whole fucking knife-making world. I'm just about to stick to my own thing and fuck all these groups. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, yeah. That's another reason why, you know, social media-wise, I haven't been around much. And that's, like, a personal reason to me is just that politics have been involved in it a lot lately in these groups and uh, and and even if you're on that right side and being the respectful person and not you know attacking or targeting anyone you end up getting attacked by the people who say this is right you know and they're the ones being assholes <laughs> so you know i just try to stay away from everything period now it's like post a little bit here and there and 
try not to get politically involved with anyone because people are fucking assholes. Well, without getting political, you were at the the rally, right? I went to one of them. Well, I went to a few of them. Yeah, right. but mm-hmm. I'm how how does it feel being a, just a, in that kind of environment where there's so many people that are there for the same reason? The energy is amazing, dude. The first one I went to, I had tears in my eyes. Yeah, to see all these people united, standing for what we you know we worked for and for what everybody that we you know fought for you know i've i've lost friends over freedom you know and i've lost family members you know and, and my grandfather served in world war Two and the korean war and it's like it's just you know it felt great to see all that but it, what pisses me off is that what happened in ottawa over the past couple of days is that like we're pretty much in the martial law right now like they they put in this emergency act fucking law or whatever and they brought in people from the UN and shit and they're clearing out streets with badons, flashbangs, uh, pepper spray, uh, horses. They ran over a lady with her fucking walker and on the news they're playing it out like she threw a bike in front of the horse. But there's so much videos from so many angles seeing this elder native lady, a respected elder like from the native community and um, she literally got ran over by a fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> and they're playing it out like she threw a bike at them, but she she, she was holding herself up with a walker. <laughs> yeah, that's some bullshit, dude. Yeah, I know. So, there, you know, this is what it's turning out to be, like this peaceful protest, which is the most peaceful protest that's ever been seen in the world. And uh, they're turning on us like that, you know. Your parliament votes on that emergency act today, don't they? Yeah, but a lot of shit was implanted and whatever the word is anyways like they they just went all in like the first few weeks you know the officers that were there were local ottawa city police and all that you know and uh because the provincial police couldn't be called in because the emergency act wasn't up there yet so now they got full-blown rcmps everywhere they got them mounted on horses they got people with no badges no tags no nothing dressed up and right here like lined up from everywhere's like there, there's buses and planes of officers just loading off, getting ready to hit the streets and clear up the streets. Big towing rigs and fucking loaders with lifts. They were smashing out windows on big rigs to fucking pull people out of their trucks. It, it got nasty, you know, and they won't show that on the news. But if you look good enough, you'll find that information. It's out there, you know, and it, it got rough. And I don't know what it's like today because that, too, I had to just... I had to step away from that and not look at it every day because it ends up getting to you at one point, you know? Yeah. I am living here, you know, and I am dealing with this. And like I said, I've been to a couple of these rallies and there's nothing that was out of place, you know, and there's, there's, and like I said, it just felt great. Like the first one I went to, my whole family was there, my little brother and his kids, my parents were there, you know, his wife. And like I said, it was just the energy and the smiles. It was great to see faces again because I don't know if you guys have these mask mandates there, but we have to wear masks everywhere at all times. Like I'm oh. outside at the local hill fucking like, like snowboarding and I get bitched at because I got a little mouth hole on my mask, my face mask, so I could breathe without falling, fogging up my egg goggles. And uh, I got yelled at the other day for that. It's like what They the put fuck? mask mandates on here, but we just kind of ignored them. Yeah. Yeah. I have well, not it put a mask a on once. It should be a choice. If you want to wear a mask, you're free to wear the mask. We won't bother you. But the people that will take that right to wear a mask will fucking 
look at us that won't wear a mask and be like, you fucking racist, you're this, you're that, because that's what they're playing us out to be here. Mm-hmm. That's what our, our prime minister is playing us out to be, right-wing extremists and Nazis and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't understand where he's getting that from at all because he's the one that's acting like one of those, you know. Yeah. And all these cops that are just saying, you know, oh, this is our job. We're just doing what we're told to do and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, same fucking thing the brown jacket said fucking back in Hitler's days, you know, <laughs> just doing our job. So that's what Canada seems to be turning into these days. And it's it's upsetting. But like I said, the rallies are a sign of hope. And, you know, the energy's high. The, the peace is there. You know, there's, and like I said, I didn't see no wrongdoings whatsoever at any of these fucking protests. It's going to come to a head. You're you guys are basically going through what Trump supporters or anybody on the right side of the left went yeah. through the last four or five years here. Yeah. Um, because even in know. the parliament, like when they're when they have their caucus every day or whatever, they they fucking point shit out. You know, the conservatives and the liberals and this and that. Like the conservatives are are fucking bashing the liberals and they're bashing fucking Trudeau. Trudeau got up for, I don't, I don't know how many of these caucuses that like he would refuse to answer and he'd straight up get up and leave the room like a fucking coward, <laughs> you know, and that's our leader. He came and answered to his own people that he works with, you know? Yeah. And then you got liberals that started bashing him. They're on his side, you know, they're, they're his pets and they're fucking bashing him down. Now they're taking him down. So that's you know, a good sign. Though. Yeah. But it's got to change though. I understand that there's liberals there, but what are they going to do? Just turn around and fire them and take their rights away from working in politics again is what's going to end up happening. Yeah. Because right now, like these truckers that haven't left the protests or whatever, well, all their information was taken. Insurances will be abolished. Uh, Their right to travel internationally will be taken away. Bank accounts are being frozen. You donated 50 bucks to GoFundMe on the trucker convoy. You better look into your bank account because it might be getting frozen because you supported it. Yeah, and that should be so fucking illegal. It's not even funny. Dude, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's 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 hard when you hear like liberal versus conservative because there's different levels to it. You know, it's like a spectrum. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like hardline right wingers who are like fucking. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever their views are. And then there's hard line left wingers. And then there's like traditional liberals, like a, like a Bill Maher would be like a traditional liberal where they, they kind of lean center more than anything. And then, you know, then there's the plague that we have now, which is the virtue signalers (laughs) where they would, they would rather ignore the facts in front of their face. They would rather ignore the fact that they're like, uh, what's the word? They're slandering their neighbors yep. to be able to appear continuously virtuous. Yep. And it, it's fucking gross, man. And I it think, is. I think everybody's over it. I think right wingers are over it. I think left wingers are over it. I think Americans are over it. I think Canadians are over is it. saying they're over it. And that emergency law that he fucking put in the emergency act law, like all the provinces, there's only two provinces out of all of our provinces that are okay with this. And the other provinces are like, no, we don't want nothing to do with this. What are you go- Where are you going with this? What are you doing? We don't need this, you know? And they find it foolish of Trudeau to fucking be doing this, you know? So it's just, you know, without getting political, you know, even which we have been for like 20 minutes now, but no, it's, it, just, it's, 
it's just bullshit. It's, it shows how beneficial it is, like how you guys have the province. How many provinces are there? Four? No, there's more than four. There's a dozen. I, and with the territories and all that, I think there's 14. Okay. And then we have 50 states. You know what I mean? And each yeah. state is governed individually of itself. Yeah. So, so like, it's harder for them to do what they want to do yeah. because, you know, maybe you've got New York, California, Delaware, whatever. You get the blue states, 10, 12 of them that are in on something, but then you've got. Yeah. 28 other ones or 38 other ones that aren't so it's like because we got like i think it's up we're up to like six provinces now that dropped all mandates all vaccination requirements and passports and this and that and uh so you know like they're moving and they're doing it and their reason to doing it is is they say is the science the science allows us to, you know, remove all mandates. But then you listen to Trudeau talk and he's like, trust the science. This is the science. You know, we got to keep these mandates and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, who do you listen to? <laughs> you know, it's, but it's all catchphrases. You know what I mean? It's, yep. it's zing words for the yep. fucking people who can't think for themselves. Yep. And that he keeps on repeating them. He's brainwashing these people like a motherfucker. Anyways, welcome to the Hustle and Grind podcast. (laughs) That goes back to it, though. They would rather feel virtuous than factual. Yep. They're like, just in case. You know what I mean? There was one guy with a Nazi flag at this entire nationwide rally. So every one of them's a racist, just in case. He got booed away from the crowd. That's the funny thing. Like, people told him, like, you don't belong here, but get the fuck out of here before you get smashed, you know? And he walked away with his head down, with that flag down. And that's what they focused on. Yeah, but they made it look like there was hundreds of them like him there. And there's and I, it I had once. <laughs> I had that debate with a mutual friend of ours on Facebook. And uh, and I was like, dude, it's you. you can't rope everybody in together. You for know what I mean? For one there's going to be, there's going to be one guy in that crowd that likes to eat fucking anchovies and everybody else don't like to eat anchovies, but because he's there, he eats anchovy. Everybody eats anchovies. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. You know, I, I got friends who drink alcohol. Does that mean that guilt by association? I drink alcohol. Fuck no. It's fucking ridiculous. You're fucking it's alcoholic, like, Ryan. Yeah. What do <laughs> like how fucking old are all you guys? You know, I know exactly. Like, and I thought bringing a younger guy into fucking parliament as a leader would have been better for, you know, this uh, my like my generation and upcoming generations. Boy, was I fooled. <laughs> and well, they need the owners. Man. Yeah, he's, they need stoners in the fucking office is what they need. They need fucking guys that get high all day like me that, you know, could deal with shit and be okay. I don't know if I don't know if that's the fucking answer, but <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't have much faith in betas. And Justin Trudeau is definitely one hundred percent a beta male. And uh, I know we might get some hate for this podcast, but I'm sorry. It got brought up. We're in it now. In it to win it. But it, I don't I don't you know, when I meet a beta male and they give me that fucking soft limp noodle fucking handshake, I'm right. like, dude, what are you doing? You, your old lady change your tire for you like what's going on here <laughs> you know like i don't trust them to do anything for me let alone run a fucking country no exactly that's the thing and like and there's so many people that have lost trust in our government and it's still standing there like like well why aren't they like 
voting him out somehow or something, you know, like why are they giving him every fucking right in the world to keep on doing what he's doing when there's so many pissed off Canadians and it's like, like when he pulled those elections during the pandemic, you know, he pulled the elections off in the middle of a pandemic and 38 of 38% of Canadians voted for him. Yeah. He's still there in fucking office. I don't get it. You know, it's like, and we're trying to get him out of there and that's what we're asking is like, get him out of there like people are fucking sending in votes of non-confidence on him and everything you know nobody's not trusting him so like we don't want him as a leader anymore and it's not just that fringe minority he speaks of because that fringe minority grew into a fucking worldwide thing you got countries all over the world talking about canada right now and they're fucking down talking trudeau like he's a fucking piece of shit that he is you know yeah see from my perspective i probably know I'd say 30 Canadian knife makers. Yeah. Only two of them think that the truckers are fascist, racist, white supremacists, yeah. fucking turds. You know what I mean? So yeah, it that's can't the be that minority. much. That's the fringe yeah. minority right there. Yeah. It's those two people and there's two more like them and there's two more there, but there's fucking 28 for every one of those two, you know, of us, which believe that this is the right thing to do, you know? Mm. And like I said, I've been to a few of these fucking demonstrations, rallies, protests, whatever you want to call them. I call them gatherings because everybody's just there united and happy and just want to live free. We want our children. We want this future, you know, this future generation coming up to be, have the chance that we had, you know, and that our parents had and not be stuck in this new norm, if you want to call it that, you know. Man, you guys protest way nicer than we do here. Like, oh, I, do. I, don't, I don't know if you've watched any of the news from protests over the last five years, but we yeah, pretty much shit. if there's a protest in the city, they get burned down. Yeah. Yep. You know, well, like when we had the BLM, yeah, BLM protests there, when that happened, the, that one protest that, that Trudeau said that he proudly stood by and supported there, the one that burned down cities and killed people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And uh, this here is we're racist and we're extremists and we're this and that and we're. We're scaring people, you know, we're stealing. They even said we stole food from the homeless for fuck's sakes. We were feeding homeless people. They had a fucking uh, a reefer tractor trailer show up with frozen pizzas full, full, like 40,000 pizzas. And they had brick ovens out in the street feeding everybody who wanted pizza, pizza. Until the cops took the wood away. Yeah. But anyways... (laughs) Yeah, see, we weren't going to get into this, and then we got into this. It's like, yeah, like half of the show is about it. <laughs> it's a fucking slippery slope, man. And, like, we, oh, no, like is. Jason and I have been dealing with this shit for five years now. I mean, you can't even, like, no, you disagree you with Joe Biden, you're a fucking racist. It doesn't even matter if you like Trump yeah. or not. You know, yeah. it's. Yeah, no, I don't, like, Biden, I believe he's just there for decoration. Yeah, he's a puppet. Put on the mantle, yeah, you know, put him on the fireplace mantle and just look at him and listen to him. And but uh, he's a he has idiot. no clue what he, he has no clue what he's doing. He's, he's an absolute fucking idiot. I know, dude. He's clueless. Like, like him and Trudeau would make good butt buddies, if you oh. ask me. But yeah, <laughs> dude, they want us to go to war with Russia now. I don't give a goddamn fuck if Russia invades Ukraine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You want to hear something crazy? Canada, Canada, okay, that whole Ukraine thing, like Canada sending, I don't know, I think like 300 troops out there and like I forgot how many thousands of dollars of non-lethal equipment 
like night vision goggles and this and that. And then he turns around <laughs> and sends fucking <clears throat> he sends cops after us with fucking batons and flashbang grenades and shit like that. It's like he send he wants to send his army against his people, but he's sending you know. I, I don't get where he's going with this. Like, yeah, why is he turning on us and supporting other countries and this and that? Like, it makes no sense. The almighty dollar. Yep. The world is changing, boys and girls. Rapidly. Dude, his first hundred days in office, he spent five point eight billion. I think numbers might be wrong. Don't take my word for these numbers. But there was only like one point three billion that was spent in country, and the rest was sent to other countries. His first hundred days in office. That makes no they, sense to me. That makes no were, sense to me. They were passing the pandemic stimulus packages and whatever, and it was like $3 million for gender studies programs in Pakistan and like all this just ridiculous shit. And like, who's because you know that that money's not making it where they say it's making it. So who's know. pocketing that shit? Yeah. You know what you I know, mean? And you know how many people got some of that stimulus money here in Canada? <laughs> You'd be surprised, dude. Half of the people here in my town have gotten that stimulus check. From the U.S.? Yeah, because they were born in Maine. Oh. The only reason why I didn't get mine is because I owe owe Uncle Sam. (laughs) They kept that shit and took it off my debt, but that didn't even put a nick in my debt with them, so... Yeah, Uncle Sam gets his money. That's for sure. No, he he didn't get mine. (laughs) He got some of it. He got your stimulus. Oh, dude, like I said, that's not even a scratch in the dent. It's not even a dent in the pile or nothing. It's I owe them fuckers like over half a million dollars, man. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> I had a business that I didn't pay income tax on for eight years. Uh, see, my yeah. aunt had a boat business back in the 80s, and she did that, and then she didn't have a boat business anymore. Yeah, no, I don't have a drywall business anymore either. <laughs> But no, they, you know, I was I was a rebel back then. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm helping build this country, and they want to take my money from me." I was like, "No, I'm a hardworking man. I'm building this country with my back and hands. There's no way they're going to take my money from me." And that was my mentality then, you know. And then it caught up to me eventually here in Canada. I had to kind of take care of things, and they got Canada involved in it because in 2012, some laws changed where the CRA and the IRS are able to work together now. Because there's a lot of dual citizens not claiming their income taxes in the states and this and that, blah, blah, blah. So they caught on to me there. So I had to deal with them and the Canadian Revenue Agency. And uh, when uh, the Canadian Revenue Agency uh, saw that I was in school under funds from the government and this and that, they're like, hell no, we ain't giving you guys money. We're fucking paying for his life right now. Like we're giving him a weekly salary. We were paying for his education where there's nothing we could do for you guys. So they put a big X on that fucking pile of paper there and they sent it back to them and said, Nope, sorry, we can't help. So now I'm just impatiently waiting another, I think I got like three years left and the statute limitation is up. And I am a free man from that. It's going to be statute like, limitations on what tax debt. I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah, there is. They didn't, they didn't think I knew that either because I looked into my shit and there is. <laughs> and uh, so it kind of got reset. It's a 10-year statute limitation, and uh, mine got reset when I looked into my shit to get things fixed. And if I wouldn't have, like, I was up. Like, like I had a year left to wait. Like, I was nine years in, and then I looked into my shit, and they're like, oh, there he is, blah, 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 and then on. So uh, it kind of restarted that 10-year 
Mm-hmm. So in total, it would have been 20 years of owing them money until they leave me alone. But I got like three years left, I think, or something, two or three. You looking that up, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're right. It is 10 years. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, I, I spoke to this very nice lady from the IRS. You know, she. I got the message recorded. I was like, so you're telling me that when this 10 years is up, I'm good? And she's like, yeah. But I was like, this is recorded. I'm taking your word for this. <laughs> I thought it was seven years, but it uh, for federal debt, it's 10 years. And then for like uh, civil state. or state level debt, it's state by state. So like Maine, sure. six years. Yeah, it could be 20 in another state. Like it could be five in Maine or whatever, six, like you said. Yeah, it's six years in Maine and then three in Maryland. And yeah, it's all over the place. And since I'm an American citizen, they can't, you know, stop me from crossing into the states or anything. The only thing they have against me in the states is a property lien. Like if I'd have a piece of land or a house or a vehicle, or if I work too, like they would take my pays away, but I don't plan on working in the States again. So. Yep. You bored, Jason. Whoa. What happened there? What happened there? That was weird. Yeah. Yo. There he is. All right. So political talk is shutting us down. Yeah. I know. Right. You guys were boring the shit out of me, but I figured I'd let you go. <laughs> we were boring the shit out of ourselves too. It's so played out, man. Like talk, like it never, it doesn't seem to end anymore. So it's like, it's so hard to just keep talking about it. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. hard but to it, not talk it, about it, you know, cause we're in different areas of the world. There's people from everywhere dealing with it differently. So it, it comes up everywhere. So, yeah. I'm just know? picking yeah. pipe glue off my fingers. I was out snowboarding at the local hill the other day, and we're sitting in the lodge having a drink, me and Renee, and all you could hear is people talking about COVID. I was like, for fuck's sakes, let's get this drink down. Get, and get the fuck here. over it. I've had no. I've had COVID twice. Twice. We're man. good. Yeah, we're good. Fuck, fucking A, man. Like, my, mom, my mom's got a cold right now. My mother's got a cold, and it's worse than anybody I've known who's gotten COVID. From what I see, my mother, like my mother's really sick with a cold right now. She tested and everything. She's negative for COVID. And she's sick like a fucking dog. And she's got her influenza shots and she's got three fucking COVID shots. You know? And she's sick like a dog right now. And I, one of my friends just got over COVID and he wanted to go work and they wouldn't let him go work. So what he did was snowshoot for a fucking week. That's all he did. He was out and about in the woods fucking snowshoeing, snowboarding, this and that. You know, not going anywhere in public, but just out in the mountains, hiking mountains and snowboarding down them with COVID. Completely fine. <laughs> Not dying, sniffles for two days and a headache. <laughs> I mean, I do know, I know a guy that died from COVID, and but he was not a healthy dude. Exactly. He had art, he had had a heart attack when he was in his mid thirties. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, come on, he could have gotten shingles and died from it. He could have gotten anything else and died from it. You know what I'm saying? I, I got shingles at one point. I thought I was dying from shingles. <laughs> Seriously, I felt like fucking shit. Like bad, crying, everything hurt. <laughs> you know, I had tears in my eyes. I couldn't even fucking roll over in bed because it hurt so bad because it, it hits your nerve endings right at the end of your skin cells and shit. You know, like just the slightest little touch you blow on yourself and it fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't die, you know, but people can die from it. You know? So it's just like anything else. Your system could take it, you'll fucking take it. 
you know, this, this this girl, this 13-year-old girl who went through fucking leukemia and she's still fucking doing chemo treatments and fucking getting shots up her spine and this and that. And uh, she caught COVID and she's not vaccinated and she survived. This kid has an, uh, uh, her, her immunity system is like really, really low. And as yeah. it is, you know, she's, she's sick with leukemia. She's been battling it for two fucking years now and she made it through COVID without a problem. No We're all going to get it. Everybody's yeah. going to get it. Dude, I haven't not, been sick. I haven't been sick. I haven't caught in a common cold or nothing since this shit's been around. And people was like, oh, yeah, it's because you're wearing a mask. I haven't caught it, and I haven't put a mask on since day one. I've been yeah, 100% exactly. healthy. Yeah. I don't even know anybody that's had it. Yeah. I know people uh, that too. say they know people, but I don't yeah. personally know anyone who's had it. Yeah. You know, it took COVID. a while before I started knowing people that got it, like, for the longest time around here, we were kind of like low profile here with COVID. Yeah. In New Brunswick. Like we were the lowest in the country with infection rates and this and that. And uh, everything was okay. But then this time around, you know, the common flu season struck is what I call it. And uh, we got a lot of cases, you know, but people, like I said, they're not doing any high end PCR tests or anything like that. We're just asking people, if you think you got a cold, go get yourself a rapid test at the pharmacy, you know, and if you do test positive, you know, call us, give us your information and stay home for five days if you're injected and 14 days if you're not and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and now we're getting like 2,000 cases a day. And, was, and to me, I'm thinking to myself, I was like, there's literally 2,000 people a day going out to the pharmacy, getting fucking rapid tests for a sniffle testing positive and calling there and not going to work and this and that, you know, they're like, people are actually taking advantage of that situation mm-hmm. and getting out of work and school. The kids are doing it. Yeah. Oh, I got, oh, I got the sniffles, you know, and everything. So they're fucking, <laughs> it's just nonsense. Fucking I don't nonsense. like being told what to do. So I, I didn't do any of that shit. No, no, neither, neither did I do. I'm going to, I'm going, I, I, whatever i don't even care if i'm gonna say this or not but i'm going to the hospital tomorrow for some tests and they uh, first thing they asked me when they gave me my appointment is have you been outside of the province in 14 days and i was like nope yeah. i didn't go anywhere for 14 days because there's so many people from everywhere else coming into this fucking province that it doesn't matter where i went i could walk into the fucking superstore here the grocery store and see more people from quebec than if i were to go to quebec and just go snowboarding and mind my own and not see anyone you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know so, where I went 14 days ago? Eat a dick. That's yeah, where I went. Exactly. You should yeah. check it out. Yep. It's a nice place. When I met uh, when I met the nurse practitioner, because I don't have a family doctor anymore, when I met her, they called me up for my uh, my meeting and all that. And they're like, have you been in contact with anybody in the past 14 days, blah, 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 with COVID? I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm working in my shop. Nothing. It's like, okay, well, we're going to have to have, uh, have you do a rapid test when you come in and this and that. I was like, is everybody else going to be doing one? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, are you guys scared of me? I was like, I'm double vaxxed. I was like, why should I have to do a rapid test if I'm not sick? I don't have no symptoms, nothing. I'm fine. It's like, well, it's procedures. I was like, well, I want every one of you in that fucking office a rapid test alongside with me, and then I'll walk in. <laughs> and uh, I ended up not having to do my rapid test, and nobody else did it, too. <laughs> it makes no sense. I'm not sick. Why would I test for something I don't have? Yeah. I, I stayed home both times I had it because I felt like shit and I didn't feel like going anywhere. But I've got the shop here, you know what I mean? So it's not yeah. like I don't have to go anywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, and same my, thing here. Like, I've been in my shop all these fucking days, all these hours, all these months. <laughs> I don't see anyone. Uh, it's just ridiculous. 
This is like the most serious podcast I think we've ever done. We got to talk about dicks or something before the end, so lighten it up a bit. We're an hour in. Everybody's gone by now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all over. Sorry, I got dropped on this episode. Yep. <laughs> Watch, oh, this well. is the most popular one. Goes viral. Right. Either that, or we got banned from a bunch of knife groups. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Dude, I got out of all those knife pages on Facebook. For one, if somebody asks for advice and you give them the correct advice, there's five jerk-offs in there who have never made a knife who yeah. are telling them five different ways that you're wrong. Yeah. And That's why I two, stopped commenting on those posts. Yeah. Like, all the bad advice or, like, then the stupid questions over and over and over again. Like, can I use... Leaf's mild steel from Lowe's. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one. Leaf spring. Yeah. You know, that that, that mild steel question, uh, you know, if you're taking the time and made your way to a Facebook group about knives and for beginners and all that, you know, I understand it's a group for beginners and questions like that will be asked. I've never asked the question because I've done my own research before going to a Facebook group. It's like Google is as effective and precise as any other group out there right <laughs> a, a lot of those questions mm-hmm. are so stupid if they would type it in the google search bar instead of the comment bar yeah they'd get a lot friendlier okay. response oh yeah and it would be easier for them to learn too yeah because like yeah. brian said those five fucking jerk offs that are there that just you know either don't know what they're talking about or they're just pricks period because mm-hmm. there are those types too you know and like i i don't reach out on comments for to help people but a lot of people do reach out to me personally in DMs and I freely and I help them and I love helping them. You know, that's, that's how I am. I like helping people. And, uh, especially when it comes to this knife making world, you know, and it's like, they're great people and I like helping them. And then they, they thank me. And that's the best part of it is they thank me for my, my tips and help. Yeah. And they bring up how there's fucking assholes out there. <laughs> And when they bring that up, it makes me feel so much better about myself as a maker. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not that guy, you know? Yeah. And so, real recognizes real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, her boyfriend wants to make knives. And she mentioned that on a post. And I said, <laughs> if he's serious and he really wants to make knives, I sent him a picture of knife engineering, Dr. Laren Thomas's book. I said, buy this book and read the fucking thing. Because if you're going to be serious about being a knife maker, heat treating is the most important part. Yep. You know what I mean? Grinds and all that shit and fit and finish, that all comes with the territory eventually. But if you're not heat treating properly, your knives are going to suck. Yep. And some guy they know hopped on and was like, oh, tell him to buy a coffee can forge and do this and buy some hammers and buy some of this and buy some of that and start hammering out blades. I'm like, all right, I'll just it go be done. myself. Yeah, it, it could can be, be done. done. That that's way. how you started, but yeah, but that's me. You know, I'm yeah. that type of person. You know, and that's how I learn is give me something and I'll fucking take it apart and put it back together. You know, you give me a NASA fucking space rocket and I do the same to it. Even if I'm not a fucking rocket scientist, you know, I'll do it. But you know, what I answer to those people is like, you know, I want to get into knife making. What should I get? Or I got like fucking $2,000. What do I need to get? And everybody's like, oh, get this, get that, get a grinder, blah, 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 you know, and get this forge. And I tell them to get a class. 
Go take a class. Go take yeah, a class to see if you love it. Do some research. Yeah, you know? do some research. Take a class from a, a you know a skilled smith, and you know just go with it. And if you like it and you're comfortable with doing it, then you look into investing further with tools and you know doing it either as a hobby or sideline or a full time gig. You know, yeah. When I got into it, I had no fucking clue what I was doing. I didn't even know what fucking taught the Perry was. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this shit? Where can I get? I, I didn't even know I could get that shit locally here because we don't even have nothing here. You know, yeah. Half of the shit that exists in the world doesn't exist up here. So it's like, what is this stuff? And I called the local hardware store and I was like, you guys have that bought the parody stuff? And they're like, yeah, we got that. I was like, oh, cool. I'll be there and get to grab that. I got there. There was one fucking box. And I bet you to this day, there's still not one box on that shelf because that was the last one. The box of what? Yeah. What are you talking about? It's this plaster stuff that you that you could make. Plaster of Paris. Yeah, plaster of Paris. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you mix yeah. it with water and sand or whatever, and you could fucking coat a, make a forge. You know, that's, that's what my first forge was, was a paint can forge with two yeah. map cast torches. Pixel's throwing you off because he's saying Paris. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, I'm it's with you now. I know what you're talking about. My my point with with her about him was like, you know, not every knife maker forges. Nope. You know what I mean? Forging isn't the end all be all of knife making. I only do stock removal right now. Eventually, I'm going to forge. Yeah, why not? But they're like two different realms of the same hobby. Yeah, and I I'm a big fan of the seven P's for success. Do you know what that is? Pickles, 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 nope. pickles, pickles, and pickles. Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Oh, I was, I, was pickles. <laughs> I was waiting for the other P word to be thrown up in there somewhere. Penis. <laughs> no, the other one. What? <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Putain. There it is. Like, you know, like you got to know what you're doing before you do what you're doing. No. Uh, yep. Like with my, but sometimes you do. I mean, you don't want to build a an oven at home without doing shitloads of research first to make sure you did it correctly. You know what I mean? That's a that's a lot of voltage, you know. Yeah. Or stuff like that. I mean, not everything is trial and error. Some stuff you do have to you do have to do a little due diligence beforehand. No, no, you do. Like like I'm getting into I'm getting my kiln soon, hopefully within the next week or so. And uh that's opening up doors to me as a maker to other product, you know, like working with stainless and this and that. Uh, I've been here for two years now watching everybody else work with stainless. Stainless. Uh, once I got my kiln and I got my first bar of stainless, I don't have much to do to be able to say that I could make a knife out of stainless. So all I have to do is learn the temperature that it needs to be heat treated at, and that's it, you know, whatever still I'm working some- with. Yeah, get some foil wrap or yeah. Lawrence has that now too, so you know yeah. that's a good thing. That's just expensive. Holy fuck! Fucking right, it is. Oh my <laughs> god! I was like, wow, these knives are going to be expensive. Now, what's the yeah. benefit of that foil? Is it just to prevent like decarb on the blade? Yeah, from the air. Yeah, it's to cut the the oxygen. But you could go ahead and like some kilns are equipped that you could plug argon, I think, is into them. Yeah, Brian House has an argon yeah. feed on his kiln. Yeah, and it eliminates the oxygen in the forge, so then you don't get the scaling and the decarb. So why would you, what, I, what I'm getting at is, why do you need to do that on stainless if you don't need to do that on a high-carbon blade? It draws the carbon out. 
I think. I could be totally speaking on my ass here, but I'm pretty, I sure, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the air draws the carbon out of the steel and it ends up burning up because hmm. you're at a way higher temp. So like stainless is heat treated at uh, like AEBL is 1925 Fahrenheit to 1975 Fahrenheit. Holy shit balls. Yeah, so it's hot. <laughs> it's it's like hot. 1475 hot. no more. Yeah. I'll be plugging my kiln up outside this summer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the temperatures are way, way above what you would do for like a 1080 or a 1095 yeah. in there. You know what I mean? So you're, you're well, not hot enough. Like I got shit to learn when, when you know when I get into the stainless game, and I'm obviously going to be working with AEBL and Nitro V. You know, from what I've seen, that's the most common ones that are yeah. used. You know, four forty C's a big one. Yeah, four forty C's too. You know, and I'm obviously going to be doing some sand my experiences and all that shit too with stainless and whatever. So, you know, and I want to get my hands on some Magna Cut. Too. I want to forge out some Magna Cut and see what the hype's about that. Mm. Fucking expensive, man. Yeah, but if That's you could sell the knife, if you could sell the knife. You know. I know, I know. I know it pays for itself, but I like AEBL because, for one, it's the cheapest of all stainless yeah, steel. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> um, and I just, I like the results I get with it. You know what I mean? You get a nice hard edge. It's, it grinds really nice. Um, but eventually I'll delve into, like, Maybe when I get my taxes, I'll buy a couple bars of like Nitro V and S, uh, CPM S30V, and yeah, all those CPMs and this and that. And Lawrence has gotten a bunch of steel in lately too. Yeah, I've been waiting for him to get the right dimensions on Nitro V, and I was going to put it in order. Well, why but, don't you ask him, and he'll have it brought in on his next order. Oh, so, I know, he's already got it on the way. I'm just waiting for oh, it to okay, hit the okay. website. Okay. Lawrence is a man of few words. I don't want to bug him. Yeah. You know? I know he's not the loudest guy out there, but he's cool shit. He's nice. He's to got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I felt bad not, because he has a day job. You know, he technically has a day job. This is, yeah. this isn't his main business. You know, I and felt that, bad because I had him hold a VFD for me okay. when I was like going through that refund thing. And then I was like, well, I don't know how long it's going to be. Just cancel the VFD. I ended up finding one for 115 bucks cheaper. So, so, which is a big difference. So then I spent that 115 bucks on the website because I felt yeah. bad, and I needed yeah. shit anyways. No. Oh, it's not like he's holding on to that VFD yeah, as a sale that he's not getting, but those are drop ship, you know? Yeah, yeah. They come from Supplier Quebec. I got deal. mine in two days, so two or three. In the one week that I was waiting for that refund to come back in because they told me it was a big weight on the VFD, uh, three suppliers had sold out of them. Yeah, well, they've been seeing that problem with motors as well, too, and everything else. Like, the, that's knife relating as is electronics and motors and all that. Like, they've been selling out left and right. This is like, we should name this episode Jason Liss. <laughs> hey. Jason Unborn. <laughs> Quiet time. Quiet time with Jason. Yeah, the unborn identity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you working on in the shop, Jason? Not a fucking thing. I hadn't opened my shop door in like a week. Oh no! I've just been busy trying to make some money. Yeah, but uh, yep. I'll be down there tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to start building my new forge. Oh, building a new forge. Nice. Yeah, we'll start that in the morning. Nice. So, I've how got, are you building that? Like, well, what type of are you going? Anything specific, or sticking with the burners you got and just rebuilding a forge? Or no, I've got a freon tank, and okay. uh, I'm going to use that. I've got a whole ginormous ass case of K wool, 
And I got two new Venturi burners from Bex Armory. Right on. So that's going to be my new forge. I'm going to get it all put together tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be a a real hard process. You know what I mean? It's just plug and play with a welder. But uh, I do have to order some of that coating. Old Aru Blade Works is going to jump right through my phone if I keep using a forge without refractory on it. <laughs> but uh, uh you, you got just wool, no fucking, no coating, no nothing. Yeah, mm, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have at least one me. guy that's like that, right? Well, I ain't yeah. dead yet. The one that's gonna prove us all wrong, you know? Because right? everybody, everybody that you see on like the learning to forge pages and this and that is like, I got my new forge and they got it fired up and everybody's like, whoa, you gotta quote that wool. You want cancer? Sure. Blah blah blah. And it's like everybody's on it. Like, yeah, like, oh, that's get over it. You know, it's yeah. There's things worse than that in the fucking world, probably. Too, I mean, you know? cigarettes cause cancer. I mean, we're exactly. gonna be done here in just a few minutes. I'm going out to smoke a cigarette before I do this computer shit. Fuck right. I'm gonna have a cigarette. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a joint, and I'm gonna have another cigarette. Yeah. You know, and that's like I said. I've I've put pictures and videos up where. I got a joint in my mouth and I'm working at the grinder or whatever. And they're, you know, people bring up the mask. Yeah. I was like, well, it's kind of hard to have a joint when you got a mask on your face. Right. That's my reply why, to it. You know, why the fuck would you wear a mask in your own shop? You know, I'm grinding and I'm oh, I I, oh, 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 not where, Oh, like a, no, 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 no. Respirator mask. Yeah. 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 Gotcha, but, gotcha. You know, sometimes I'm working and I, you know, or I'm forging and I don't have my glasses on and, like people are like, oh, just wear your glasses, and, you know. Oh, the, wait till you catch some slag in your eye. It has happened. I've caught slag with my eye once. Like I caught it, like the safety squint, perfect timing. I caught it, and it like burnt, like my my eyelids, but it didn't burn my eye. <laughs> well, that's good. But, uh, yeah, you know, the safety squint was on fucking point. <laughs> if you got a good safety squint game, you don't <laughs> need glasses. So speak. Speaking of shop injuries, I think. So I got my seven inch wheel set from TR maker. I got my VFD that runs my three horse, everything's set up. The difference between a five inch wheel and a seven inch wheel is unbelievable. That's what makes, that's what makes it 11. (laughs) Yeah. My grinder is terrifying now. Like I am not, I'm changing up my grinding style. I'm going back to a push stick. I'm not wrapping my fingers around the platen anymore. Yeah. Call me a chicken all you want. Fuck that <laughs> dude i stand so close to my grinder that some people look at me grinding and they're like dude like you're not afraid to catch on fire or anything like you're not you know sparks are flying in your face and listen to that's like i got my glasses on i'm good yeah uh fire no i'm not worried about catching on fire because that's happened plenty of other times and yeah. not at the grinder so you know but uh you're literally right up on that fucking grinder like i'm less than six inches away from that belt and my nose is right at the top of that that top idler wheel, you know, and I'm looking down at my blade. So everything's just spitting right at me, you know, and it's like no face shields. Well, what if the belt pops? It popped. It happened. It happened before. I'm here. I'm okay. I didn't lose nothing. You know, chances are made to be taken. So are risks. So I'll take them. Yeah. I think being in front of it's a little different than wrapping my hands around the platen. Yeah. That's kind of sketchy. Yeah. That's sketchy as fuck, dude. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to stop doing that now that I got the. I've never, I still haven't wrapped my head around that one. This, you're the only person I know that does that shit. I don't know where you learned that. I've never seen yeah. that either. I t- I learned myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I get it results. Easy. You got your fingers. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, I get good results this way. This yeah. is probably not the safest way. 
I thought Jason was playing air guitar for a second there. <laughs> I'm definitely going back to the push stick, though, because, like, you know, like I cut the tip of my finger adjusting my tracking like a month ago. You mean like that? Yeah, and it like that. That's how quick it happens. You know yeah. what I mean? So I can just imagine if that belt slides off the platen or whatever. Well, that happens to me on both of my fingers, and that's from when I grind. I literally, like, at, when I'm holding the tip of the blade, especially, like, on that fillet knife, that tip is very, very thin. Well, there's not much, you know, that I could hold with this big, fat finger. So my fingers get in the way, and they hit the belt constantly my two index fingers on both hands have got like missing corners of them and my nails are just shot and they're like worn out and they get sensitive sometimes too from it yeah might be too it's it's how i'm comfortable with doing it i tried a push stick once and uh justin uh from rainy day ford she sent me like a a thumb thing like where you could just like it's like a block of wood and it's like grooved out on the inside where you could just lay your thumb in it and then you could use that instead of holding a stick you could literally hold it with your thumb like you naturally do and you don't burn your finger your thumb or whatever but to be honest with you I'd rather feel the heat yeah that's why that's I take important. my thumbs you know I, I want to feel the heat when I'm grinding because all my grinds are done post heat treat yeah, you don't want to blow a temper yeah I don't want to blow out my tempers or anything so I'm just you know I'd rather feel the heat and jump away from the blade if it gets too hot, and then I'd be like, fuck, I got to start this over. But that hasn't happened because I could feel the heat. Yeah. And I dunk every pass. People are like, oh, two passes and dunk. Nope, one pass and dunk. Yeah. I don't want to ruin a heat treat. I dunk every pass. I get water everywhere. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I would need a I'm, raincoat to grind blades, seriously. <laughs> I'm like scooping it off my work rest onto the floor. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because my I, I use my sludge bucket, and that's right. I might, you know, right at my crotch height and it's right there underneath the grinder. So I'm always dipping in that. And every time I, you know, I literally look like I pissed myself every time I grind a knife, my, my feet are soaked. My floor is soaked. My pants are soaked, <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. You know? I went yeah. to dip I something used- in my sludge bucket not long ago. And well, I, have- I realized that there's only about two inches of water in there. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's full. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it looks like the water's four or five inches from the yeah. top, yeah. but it's it's full of grinding dust. Yep. No, mine's about Mine half full right now. I'm curious like what that's so going to look water. like when I dump it. Yeah. I uh I use two buckets. I have my sludge bucket and then a dunk bucket on to my right. Yeah, it's like a clean one. Yeah, I've got one up on the bench top too. It hurt my back leaning over and dunking, and I was always scared I was going to lean down to dunk a blade and get my shoulder in the belt. I yeah. touched my knuckles to the bottom of my platen wheel like three or four times in a row, and I was like, fuck this. Oh, see, yeah. I still go even though that happened. <laughs> it's like, nope, I don't care. It's part of, you know, it's to me, it's part. It's like it's like working construction. How many times have I hit my fucking finger or my thumb with a hammer? Did I stop using yeah. a hammer? No. You no, know, because that's how you use a hammer. You just got to fucking move your hand fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> And them Phoenix abrasive belts, they'll lay you right open if you're not careful with them. They will cut the dog shit out of you. Yeah, fresh 36-grit ceramic. She does a number on skin. Yeah, Ferrari Red's my favorite. I like those ones, too. uh, I picked up some. Well, I picked up. I got some of those. uh, VSM sent me some. Because those are the the Phoenix abrasive Ferrari Reds are VSM belts, right? Right, yep. Yeah, the bright Mm -hmm. red ones. Yep. I got the... uh, 
I don't want to say Brad. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'd have to look. Anyways, whatever his name is, buddy, the represent uh, representative for the Maritime sent me uh, sent me some 150s, 180s, and 320s in the Ferrari Reds. Mm-hmm. Damn, how come nobody's sending me free builds? Motherfucker. I learned one thing in life. You want something, you either work for it or ask for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't ask for free shit. I don't ask for free shit either. I just asked. I was like, what do you guys have for higher grits and ceramic? Because I'm messing around with this other brand and I'm not too fond of them. And uh, he's like, oh, I'll just send you what we got. And I got a bunch of those. I got three of each. And then I got two more Acurox belts. Those ones scare me more, though, because I had one. I got to try those. Yeah. One of those blew up in my face and they're so thick. Like it blew up and hit me in the chest and the shoulder and the side of my face and it like bruised my chest, scratched my face. <laughs> but uh, it was it was pretty intense. But I yeah. I asked for that. That was my fault. Like I was pushing hard into it. And I was grinding the end of uh, square tubing, you know, rounding off the track at the the mm. pillars on the Revolution two by seventy two, and you know I kind of caught the inside, I guess, of the pillar, like of the wall, the tubing wall. Mm whatever when I got to the corner and it just fucking ripped that belt apart when I had it at 11. Like, I, that's the most scared I think I've been at the grinders when that one belt blew up on me because I've had them. It's happened. Like, I had one fucking rip right off the grinder one time and it hit the ceiling and I got wiring on the ceiling and it literally split when it hit the wiring and it held itself like after it blew up and I turned the grinder off, I'm looking at the belt and it's just hanging from the ceiling. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? You know? And when it hit where the wire was, which is tied up against the ceiling, the belt, the belt split from hitting the wire and it wrapped itself around the wire and was holding itself there. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And I got a video of that somewhere. So I was like, look at it. And then I was trying to figure out what that humming noise was too. I think you guys have seen that video. Yeah. I was trying to figure out the humming noise. Yep. But that was my, uh, my tracking wheel that was just going fucking crazy. Yeah, still going. Yeah, it took me a while to find that noise. I thought, you know, my VFD had jammed up or something. It was just humming. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, guys, we've been at it an hour and a half now. You mean um, me? You mean me and Ryan? That's that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. Hey, I'm just happy you're back, brother. I'm happy you're back. Are you, you going to be back next political. week? Are we going to get uh, two weeks in a row out of pickle? Uh, Are we going to get you two weeks in a row? We'll try. I don't like promises, but I should be. Uh, <laughs> I don't like promising shit, but you know, I should be around. Like I said, I'm definitely leaving on Saturday morning. I'll be back Sunday at some point. What time? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, it's a good fucking almost four hour drive from here where I'm going. So, And checkouts at like fucking 12, I think, or whatever. We know you're allowed to leave earlier than that, right? I know, but. <laughs> I ain't going there alone. Yeah, well. <laughs> that too. I've been enjoying that a lot lately. Yeah, you know, feels good to share uh, share uh, passions and uh, other stuff with somebody. You know, we have so many things in common where you actually enjoy being with somebody. Oh yeah, enjoy body fluids and whatnot. Yeah, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Yeah, there you have it. On that Gross. note, <laughs> yeah. this has been the Hustling Grind Podcast, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye.